Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the spymaster director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Earl Stewart, live and in color in the studio with uh, Rick Kearney, Stu Stewart, and of course, Nancy Stewart, my co-host. And uh, we're here to help you avoid being ripped off by a car dealer. Uh, during these trying times of the coronavirus, we've seen that the intensity of deception, in fact, the innovativeness of deception by car dealers has really increased. And uh, we always said, buyer beware. I have a new uh, motto for you, buyer beware squared. That's what we're doing during the coronavirus, buyer beware squared. Uh, the deception out there is increasing. Desperation breeds desperate motives and and uh, actions, and uh, we've seen some new plans and tricks that we haven't seen before. It's a contradiction because there's a, a real opportunity at the present time to get a good deal on a car if you want to buy a car. And uh, the other side of the coin is the car dealers are losing money. Uh, they're Car salespeople are desperate to sell cars. Car salespeople are paid on commission, typically 25% of the profit they make. In other words, the higher they raise the price of the car, the more money they make. And on the advertised cars, oftentimes they get paid nothing or a small token commission. So the bait and switch advertising is out there everywhere. You can't find a car dealer that is not some somewhat guilty of bait and switch advertising. Even the manufacturers are guilty of that. Get them in the door. Come on in. And if you don't do your homework and if you're not prepared, you end up paying thousands of dollars more for a car than you have to. So that's what we do here. Uh, unless I forget the service end, on a smaller scale, the service end is every bit as deceptive. Uh, Rick Kearney is our certified diagnostic master technician. And we encourage you to have to call him uh, about any problems you're having with your car during this Corona crisis. A lot of people are staying home a little bit more. Uh, we uh, we stay home. Nancy and I uh, are staying home a lot more. We love coming out to the radio station because we get out of the house. You don't want to go to a car dealership uh, normally just because you don't like to be abused. Now you don't want to go because you're worried about the coronavirus. If you have a question about how your car is running, operating, there may be something that you can do, uh, a little tweak, maybe uh, uh, diagnose it yourself, maybe fix it yourself, or at least find out whether it's serious enough that you can postpone the repair. Call Rick Kearney at 877-960-9960. Again, Rick Kearney, Certified Diagnostic Master Technician. And I say in my introduction, and I mean it, you won't be able to find much that he doesn't know. I mean, he's not a thousand percent, but he's 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 batting nine ninety nine, eight seven seven, nine six zero, 
888-900-9960. And if you're a little timid and you don't want to go live on the radio on the air, we have a text number. Write this down when you have a question for Stu or for Nancy or for me or for Rick. Text number is 772-497-6530. Again, that text number, 772-497-6530. And just in case uh, you don't know this, I talked to a man this morning on the beach while I was filming the sunrise, and he said... Uh, I said, I got to get, get going because I got the radio show. And you want to know why I had the blue shirt on? Because nobody could see me on the radio. Well, the blue shirt is my trademark. So you can see me on the radio. Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. How about YouTube? YouTube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. Twitter. Uh, where else are we? Periscope. We're all over the cyberspace internet. And uh, you can even stream us at www.streamearloncars.com. So you got the video. Uh, you can look at us if you feel like it. We have some, uh, uh, well, we have some exhibits. You know, we show you pictures, and you know, you can look at my beautiful masked face. I feel like uh, stick them up. Give me your wallet. I don't know. Anyway, uh, ah, but I digress. Let me go around the other way. Normally, I start with Rick. Let me uh, ask Nancy Stewart. She's my wife. She's my co-host, and uh, she is also the female advocate for the show who has brought our audience up over the past 17 years in terms of female listeners from zero. I'm telling you the truth, zero. We had nobody call us of the male gender. And Nancy came and started pushing and pushing and pushing, and they realized that this was a show that even females can be shown respect and gather information. Should we and start bribing the dudes to call? Exactly. Nancy, <laughs> tell the gals out there uh, what you're going to do for them to encourage the female callers. Good morning, everyone. Boy, this morning my uh, mask is kind of cramping my style. Anywho, uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we certainly enjoy your company. For the ladies, we have $50 for the first two new lady callers. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us, 772-497-6530. And uh, don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Uh, we have a whole lot to get to for the next two hours. And we uh, hope we can, uh, well, interest you in uh, one of the subjects that we're going to cover and your questions are very important you can as earl said text us you can call us you can facebook us youtube twitter everything uh 877-960-9960 we have a great mystery shopping report uh <laughs> bottomless pit i call it any uh anyhow uh we're going to go to buddy who's been holding from west palm beach good morning buddy Good morning. How are you? Been a while. How are you doing? Good. I have a question. Earl is on the beach uh, early, early, early in the morning. What is early? What time is he there? Is he there at 5 o'clock in the morning? It, it's uh, for the uh, sunrise. We've been doing the international sunrise for, oh, I guess maybe about 13 years. Uh, 628 this morning. And uh, every, every morning, morning it varies. And I'm right behind him. 
that's a beautiful way, beautiful, peaceful way to start the day. It, it is. is. We love it, yeah. It is. Tune in. It's and, very interesting. And it's turtle season, buddy. We got all the uh, mama loggerheads coming up laying their nests. We had about six or eight fresh nests. Uh, I was standing right next to one of them, and it's uh, it's really kind of cool. We invite anybody to uh, tune into the sunrise every morning. We're on Facebook. We we had the uh, mama turtles come up uh, this morning. A lot of them. We had a rainbow. Uh, we had everything this morning. It was great, and especially Mr. and Mrs. Sunrise. <laughs> I'm a longtime listener, and uh, you good folks do a lot of good. At the moment, I'm, uh, I'm a little frustrated. I'm in the last stages of the car buying process, and um, it's painful. It really is. And one of the reasons why I really hold on to a car far, far longer than I should, because I try to avoid the pain of buying a new car. I hear you. So my situation is uh, I have uh, been negotiating, and for a long period of time, uh, the dealer, which I'm not going to mention, was firm at 48000 wouldn't go lower than 48000 which is the out-the-door price. Uh, suddenly, it, the car went from forty-eight thousand to forty-two, no. six thousand. This is somebody that wouldn't budge. So, I um, I wanted to get the quote, and I wanted everything in writing. And uh, I'm looking at the quote, and I'm literally scratching my head. There's there are a lot of irregularities there. I think, and one of the uh, and I want to throw a couple of things at you, and you, and if you could tell me, is this a real price, or is this questionable, or is this a ripoff? Okay. May I do that? Please, yes. Okay. Some of the terminology is very original. Original. Uh, first, leading with a private tag agency fee, $98. Focus. Then followed by electronic registration Filing fee, $279. (laughs) License registration fees, $550. Maybe. Probably. You think they're okay, legit? um, Well, no. The the private tag agency, this is Stu, by the way, buddy. Um, Private tag agency fee is a mini dealer fee. It's 100% profit to the dealer. That's bogus. So is the electronic filing fee. Um, the tag registration fee, depending on what's in that lump sum, the, the tag registration fee is the title registration fee. That's legitimate. Typically, for a brand new tag, you're looking, and it depends on the vehicle and how close it is to your birthday. But you know, three or four hundred dollars um, for a transfer, anywhere from 150 to 250 dollars. So 500 is kind of pushing it, but it doesn't sound insane. But the other, the first two you read, uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that's that's just a hidden bogus dealer fee. Yeah, buddy, okay, you so the private tag e- agency fee, 98. Yeah, uh, that should be taken out. The yes. electronic registration filing fee, 279 gone. Yes. What should stay is the license registration fee for 550. Correct. Yes. But just get some documentations. Uh, the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles will actually have a document that shows exactly what is being charged to the dealer that you're, you're paying as a pass-through fee to them. So ask to see the documentation from the, uh, the from the DMV. Really? Yep. The other stuff is wow, just okay. um, 
they're just itemizing a cost. Now, so the dealer is likely using a private tag agency to do the work. It's the, they're outsourcing the registration to them, and they pay a fee. Mm-hmm. But that's just the cost of doing business. The fact that they're breaking it out and adding it to the price. Well, the actual fee yeah. happens to be around oh, $10, yeah. 10 or $11. Right. So it's uh, like any other expense a car dealer incurs, that's his expense which he's supposed to take into consideration when he prices his yeah. car. You don't pass your expenses through uh, to the buyer after you quote him a price, which if that were true, you could put the, your telephone bill, your advertising, the salesman's commission, uh, the rent. I mean, you don't pass expenses through after the advertised price, and that's what the electronic filing fee is. Not only is a, a private tag agency uh, an expense, but it's much lower. He marks the expense up. It's a thousand percent. He pays ten bucks. He's charging a hundred dollars. So uh, it's it's bogus. Uh, a sure test of the um, registration and license fee is whether or not sales tax is being paid on it. Any fee that they charge you by any name, if there's sales tax charge on it, it's bogus. If there's no sales tax charged on it, it's legitimate because. The government, the state of Florida, does not require sales tax be paid on their charges like license and registration. I see. Okay. There's another way they're trying to get me. Uh, the price of the car uh, is forty-two thousand one ninety-two, but they're charging me uh, sales tax on forty-four thousand three hundred and eighty-six dollars. Wow. Which is a difference of a thousand one ninety four between the actual price that they want and the taxable price. Yeah, Did you ever hear a, of anything like that? Either that's a mistake, uh, 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 a stupid, a stupid or honest mistake. Uh, if if the actual selling price, the actual selling price is forty two one ninety two, and they charge you sales tax on an extra two thousand uh, dollars, that's that's fraud. That's uh, dishonest. Uh, they're saying to you that you're paying sales tax, and they're taking it in as profit. Uh, but as Stu said, it could be additional dealer fees, uh, which which pr- it probably part of it is because usually the dealer fee in South Florida is much higher than you described. Uh, the $98 and the $279, uh, that's only uh, that's uh, less than $400, and uh, dealer fees down here you rarely see one less than a thousand. So somewhere. There's there's some more dealer fees hidden. Is there anything else that looks suspicious to yeah, you? Yeah, there's a billing and handling ah, fee. There they don't go. call it a dealer fee. They call it a billing and handling ah, fee. Ah, that's it. And that's $995. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Bingo. There, there you are. So so now you're looking at $1,300 in dealer fee, which is typical uh, for South Florida. Right. But, but the $2,000 is still unexplained. And... Uh, we're really surprised at some of the stupid things that we see, mistakes, uh, arithmetical and otherwise, in the calculations. We never know whether it's uh, premeditated fraud or just stupidity. Uh, the key is to uh, be sure you know the, the true selling price. You know, buddy, what, what I, a little verbiage that I use, and I recommend, and it seems to work with a lot of people, uh, you can actually be a little bit uh, deceptive yourself. You can say to the salesperson or the dealer or whoever, okay, the out-the-door price is $42,192. I'm at my bank right now, or I'm at my credit union, and they're getting ready to cut me a cashier's check, and I'm going to bring that in and hand it to you. 
I want to be sure that 42192 is the total price that I can hand you the check for, get in that car, and take it home. And usually you hear a homina, 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 uh, and yeah. stutter because that's that gets them. So when when they say that the out-the-door price is what you can drive the car home for, you know they've got all their trickery included in the bottom line. Oh, I'm sure. They've got a full bag of tricks here. So... <laughs> What you what you constantly say is never ever pay a dealer fee. So I should uh, try to get this nine ninety five billing and handling fee off, right? Well, buddy, you know um, the the dealer fee is just profit to the dealer and the billing and handling and the private tag agency electronic file. It's all part of the markup, and they call it different things to trick you so they can slide it in after you come in on the advertisement or after they quote you the price. Uh, they're entitled to make as much profit as they can get away with. You just want to be sure that it's all included in the out-the-door price. Once you have the out-the-door price, the sure way to keep them honest is to check with two other dealers. So uh, I'm, are, you might tell me what uh, brand vehicle you're, you're buying. I would rather not. Okay. Because, Let's uh, say you're buying a Buick, and just for yeah. sake of discussion, uh, there's at least three Buick dealers within a half an hour drive of, of if you're living in Palm Beach County. So you, sh you should take the price of the exact year make model Buick with the same equipment, and you should get the out-the-door price from all three dealers. And you don't care whether they include the electronic filing fee or the dealer fees or not. What they call it is still markup. You want the one with the lowest markup, and that's where you want to buy your car. If you start playing the title game with them and dealer fee, they'll say, I have to charge a dealer fee because the law requires me to charge everybody a dealer fee if, if I charge one person. It's untrue, but that's the party line that the dealers use. And they have a lot of other reasons. They'll say, oh, electronic filing fee, we have to pay that. Uh, and, and then you get into an argument. So I, I find it's more efficient uh, just to take away that argument from them and just get the out-the-door price and then you go to three different dealers, and you go to the last one. You say, "Look, uh, Buick dealer ABC has offered me 42.192. If you can beat that deal, I will buy the vehicle from you out the door. I'm going to write you a check, or my credit union will. I'm going to bring it to you, and I'm going to drive the car home." When you set the rules, then you can pick the dealer with has the, truly the lowest price. Isn't there uh, some internet sites you could find out what people have paid for the same car? You can. That you know uh, of? It's, 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 it's difficult. It's not real accurate. Uh, feeling, uh, calculating the true dealer cost on a car is very difficult. Stu has a point. I like Consumer Report. Uh, buddy, at um, truecar.com used to um, actually show the transaction data of the actual purchase for any given model. And it broke down all the fees, um, dealer added equipment. And then over time, I guess uh, True Car was losing business by dealers. There's a lot of pushback. They didn't like to be that transparent. Surprise, surprise. And um, so now they're showing averages and things like that. It's much harder to see the actual, you know, what you asked. What are people paying for the car? It puts you in a really uh, helpful ballpark, I think. I think you can get an idea. You're in the range when you see the averages but it doesn't show the actual transaction uh, data and it's not as useful as it once was. So there is still some legwork that you gotta do when you're getting out the door. Yeah, it's, you're, you're, you're really playing the dealer's game again when you try to calculate his exact cost. 
cost varies from region to region. Uh, you know, the Southeast Toyota dealer price on a Toyota is different than the one in the Gulf states. The one in the Gulf states is different than the one in California. Uh, dealer incentives happen, they go on and off every month, and then they have customer incentives which go on and off every month, and it becomes such a, a volatile, uh, price is such a volatile consideration that you, you take a snapshot at one point in time, you get three competitive prices out the door, and that's the simplest, most efficient way to do it. Um, if, you, if they can trick you into believing that you know their cost, they'll show you the invoice. The invoice isn't their cost. No. That's another reason why it's so confusing. And when a dealer sells you a card invoice, he can maybe be making four, five, six, seven thousand dollars and that's his invoice. Yeah. It's, it's so bogus and deceptive out there that... Selling a card invoice is like a home run nowadays. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, buddy, I can make it real easy for you, you know, even though there yeah. are a lot of uh, avenues that you can explore as to what everyone's paying for the same car, the same uh, type of car. Um, go, go to Earl and Cars and uh, download that affidavit that I often talk about, we all talk about, and that is uh, the out-the-door price. Uh, download that, and uh, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, you've got complete control of what you want. Walk into the dealership with that, and uh, it'll it'll take you well. It'll take you where you're supposed to go. The out the door price, final out the door price, and if they don't want to sign it, hasta la vista. That's it. <laughs> Walk out. That's good. I mean, I I think uh, uh, Stu did uh, uh, Consumer Report and True Card. Did they partner up together? Uh, for uh, comparing prices uh, and... Uh, yeah, TrueCar partnered up with a lot of uh, different outfits, including um, uh, Consumer Reports, uh, USAA, a bunch of different um, lead forums. But basically, they all funneled it through the TrueCar program. So yeah, they, they've uh, really expanded, yeah. definitely. Okay, buddy, listen, it thank you very much. And from, uh, uh, from hopefully this invoice uh, that forward. they're looking at, that they they're really trying to nickel and dime me. This isn't a trade-in, but there's a battery fee for yeah. five dollars. That's legit. A battery fee. That yeah. is that is legit. And there's a Florida buddy, waste fee for a dollar fifty. I don't think yeah. buddy can hear us. <laughs> uh, no, a dollar fifty and five dollars are legitimate state fees, and um, that's that is uh, acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah, that, to the, pay. the list is endless, and uh, I, uh, uh, Earl's either fishing or he's telling me we're running out of time. So, buddy, I have one last. Uh, a bit of advice for you. Yes. Write the Attorney General. Write her, Ashley Moody, and tell her, yeah. please support Earl Stewart. Buddy, it was great hearing from you. Give us a call again. Good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Com. We'd love to hear from you. I do have a very small caveat to your general rule of thumb about sales tax on fees. Yeah. Buddy brought up the uh, the Florida uh, waste uh, tire and battery fee. Yeah. Total is $6.50. Yeah. That is subject to sales tax, and it is legitimate. And so the exposure oh. there is about $0.30. Cents exactly. Is, that's the reason so I said it's a very small reason, caveat. Yeah, that's the reason. It's, it's the least of your yeah. problems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, 877-960-9960 to uh, reach us on the old-fashioned telephone, 877-960-9960. And if you're female, the first two new female callers get $50 cash. No strings attached, 
simply unconditional. We don't want more female callers. So if you're female and you're within the sound of our voice and you haven't called the show before, it's 50 bucks. And all you have to do is call us at 877-960-9960. I think we have a YouTube over here from Rick, and Rick hasn't uh, been doing much talking. What's up, Oh, Rick? we do. Uh, Meme Pokers is asking, do you think that Toyota will offer steep customer cash discounts in the near future because of slumping sales due to COVID-19? They are, they are, and they're offering a lot of them. Uh, what is the, uh, the new discount on the Supers, Stu? Just announced on Thursday, um, Toyota put out $3,000 of dealer cash uh, for, on new Supra sales, 2020 Supras. The 2021s are coming out yeah. in, uh, in, the, in July, and they're not selling fast anyway, so they're really trying to incentivize Yeah, $3,000 sounds like a lot of money. Uh, but it's small potatoes compared to the rebates out there. Yeah. It's a lot uh, for Toyota. Yeah, well, it's a lot for Toyota, but uh, in general, uh, there are $7,000 rebates out there, especially on trucks, Ford F-150, uh, Silverado. Uh, the trucks are just huge, huge uh, customer incentives, and that doesn't count the dealer incentives. So uh, now is the time in the next actually couple of weeks, maybe three weeks, it's a good time to buy a car, but as I say, buyer beware squared. Caveat emptor squared. Be doubly, uh, exponentially careful when you're buying. But you can get a great discount, and, and you get dealer rebates, you get customer rebates, you get low f financing, long-term financing, but you have to be very, very careful. So like the last couple days of May and the last couple days of June, being as those the end of the month and the end of the sixth month, the end of the, the half, year half. Yeah, not the end of June because uh, June is going to be a short supply month. Ah. Uh, a lot of the manufacturers are running short. Right now there's adequate dealer inventory, but it's shrinking. And at the end of June, inventory will be tight and the dealers will be raising prices and the manufacturers will be backing off on the incentives. So right now, uh, we have the best of all worlds. I mean, this is a terrible thing to say during the, the corona crisis, but in terms of buying a new vehicle or a used vehicle, uh, you've actually got a lot of things on your side. If you can navigate that minefield of dealer deception, they're desperate, they're losing money. And when they see, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a rabbit walking into a, a, a wolf pack. Uh, you know, a picture what happens to a rabbit when the wolves have been in the fenced in cage for 60 days and they have nothing to eat and then walks the rabbit. Well, you're the rabbit. So you better be prepared and you better be fast. But if you're a rabbit with fangs, <laughs> this is the time to strike. Exactly. Okay, what okay, about... Okay, uh, well, we're going to take a break and go to Warren who's been holding and he's given us a call from Pompano Beach. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. Good morning, Warren. Okay, I, I just like I, I, I told you last week... Yeah. Opened up the car. They just opened up the car dealers yesterday, so you could go in and buy a car if you want, starting yesterday. But I have a question for you. Uh, I don't know if you had anything like this. I'm sure you have. I have a friend who has a lease on a Lincoln, a Lincoln. And what happened is, about a year ago, she got in a bad accident. Somebody backed into her when she was picking her grandson up from school. Uh -huh. Twelve thousand dollars worth of damage to the car. The insurance company wouldn't total it and they fixed it, but it's been a nightmare since then. 
and she's got about nine months left on the lease, and she hasn't driven it since March. The last time she drove it was she's all kinds of noises, and it's been a nightmare. So she just wants to get rid of the car and get another one. And like I said, she's got about $3,500 left on the lease, whatever. And she called the salesman, and of course the salesman said, oh, don't worry about it. You could drive out with a brand-new car. You won't have to put any money down. We'll, we'll tow it from you, blah, blah, blah. So she called me because I, you know, I listened to your program. I wanted to know what's the best way to handle that. If we go into, she wants me to go to the dealer with her. She owes about nine months on the lease. She doesn't care. She just write a check to get rid of the car. That's how much of a problem she has on it. And I was just wondering, like, what should the dealer do for her? Should he give her a couple of months on the old lease? Um, you know, like, how do we know? That what his what kind of flim flam he's going to do because he says oh don't worry about it you could drive out with the car without any money down nothing we'll we'll, we'll take care of everything. Well, she's she's playing with fire there because this dealer's not being honest with her. They're rolling the nine payments that she owes into the lease. Now it's possible the leasing company can forgive a one or two or maybe even three months payments. Nine payments they won't forgive. Uh, the best thing for her to do is get the car fixed. Uh, be sure she gets a good loaner car and, and wait it out. Uh, the nice thing about having a lease when you have a, a pretty bad hit on a car is that you're not responsible for that damage and the leasing company has to eat it. Uh, it during this market, I'd keep that car, have it repaired, but be sure they give me, gave me a good loaner. Uh, they will tell her that everything's okay, but if you it, when she looks at the paperwork carefully, uh, she will see that they took the lease payments, added them in to the new lease or the new purchase, and she starts out uh, having to pay far more for the new lease car than she did for the first lease car. Well, here's the thing, though. She, she, she's retired, and I don't want to go into financing. She just wants to get rid of the car. Uh -huh. I mean, she hasn't driven it since March. She right. doesn't, like, it's a per, it reaches the point where, like, because it was like $12,000 worth of damage, and it was backed into the engine, and like it, you know, even though it looks aesthetically okay, but she's been having all kinds of problems with it. And she just like doesn't even care. She has to write out a check and drive out, you know, write the check out for the remaining amount, and drive out with the new car. And she, she's at this period in life where I don't care. I don't want to deal with the car anymore. Yeah. So, is there anything that the dealer would do for her? You think like one or two months, he might shave off on the old lease? Well, the dealer, the dealer has no say-so uh, as far as shaving off on the lease. Anything he shaves off, the dealer does, he's adding back in. Uh, if, if she's not going to buy another vehicle uh, and he shaves off and pay, pay, pays payments, well, that's not going to happen. But uh, if she's buying something else from that dealer, anything that he concedes on her current lease, she's paying hidden now by packing it into the price of the other vehicle. Uh, uh, she, you know, sometimes you just get stuck, and when you buy a lease, you're stuck. And if you sign for a 36 or 48 month lease, you got to make 36 or 48 payments. When you buy another vehicle or lease another vehicle from that same manufacturer, then they will sometimes concede lease payments, and to encourage you to buy another uh, or lease another vehicle. If you buy a different vehicle, they'll actually penalize you by charging you more than what you owe. On the lease, but um, Warren, there's no, there's. I'm sorry to say, there's no way out of that. She owes those lease payments, and the dealer cannot do anything for her 
the leasing company is the only one that can concede on the lease, and they're not going to do that because she's not going to lease another car. Well, she she is planning to lease another car. She's oh, okay. going to lease. Okay. She 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 spoke to the dealer. I think, yeah. Well, she did it already. Yeah. She spoke to the dealer, and the dealer said, "You know, we'll take care of everything. You know, we'll even tow it from your." She wants nothing to do with the car. She yeah. hasn't driven it since March. She needs to get to. But it was making the late. She needs to get specific. She can't. She can't say when the dealer says, "I'll take care of everything. Don't worry about it." That's when you reach for your wallet or turn around and run for your car. Uh, she needs specifics. If I were her, I would speak directly, or maybe you could on her behalf, call the leasing company, explain the situation, and say what is what concessions are there? Any concessions in lease payments? Because I'm going to lease another car through your leasing company from this dealer, what will you do to, uh, in terms of waiving any payments that I have if I buy another vehicle now or lease another vehicle now? If they say nothing, then there's nothing the dealer can do because all he's going to do is pass along what the leasing company will do. I have a feeling that with nine payments left, they're not going to give her any concessions, but call the leasing company and verify that. There may be one or two lease payments that they might concede. Right, right. Because she's like I said, uh, she just wants to get rid of the car. It's yeah, been a nightmare. Right. So she loved the car, but since the accident, I understand. You know, she, and she says she's just tired of fighting with the insurance company yeah. and fighting and fighting with the repairs and so and so and so. The, the other this question is um, on that lease. So let's say she was paying four hundred dollars a month, uh, and you know she put like thirty five hundred dollars down. So what I think he's saying to her is, look, uh, no money down. Well, that's another hundred dollars a month, sure. and if we eat the lease, that's another hundred dollars a month. Sure. So I said, so you're looking at the base of about six hundred dollars a month if you're walking out without paying anything. Sure. Am I looking at it the right way in that in that respect? Yeah, and as I said to a caller just before, the, your strongest weapon when you're buying a car, negotiating, or leasing a car is competition. Uh, is, she, is this a Lincoln we're talking about? Yeah, it's a Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she should she should go to two other Lincoln dealers and get the best deal with all the parameters remaining fixed, the exact same vehicle she wants to lease next, and the exact down payment, the exact term, thirty six months or whatever. Uh, make make three identical deals to three different Lincoln dealers and get the best payment, uh, all parameters being fixed. That's the way she's going to get the best deal on the next car she leases. Because uh, I might go with her maybe yeah. next week. Or That'd be great. Just oh, well, it's, it's good to know. You gave good information that there's really not a lot of latitude you could do with nine payments left. And so you know that going in. She may just have to eat that and not have to tell her that. So yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. And like I said, the dealers opened up here in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And they had big signs while I was driving yesterday. We're open, you know, we're open for service. We're open for uh the buying used car dealers, so maybe like you said, all those cars will start to go, uh, and there'll be you know won't be as many as there were before. They're hungry. They're going to be like a pack of wolves, and and your friend is the rabbit, as I said earlier. So tell her to be real, real careful. You go with her. Bring your shotgun. Oh, <laughs> oh <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Warren. Well, I, like I said, you just told me told me some information I didn't know, and I appreciate it. Good luck, guys. Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, Warren. We Thanks. hope to hear from you again. Thanks, uh, Warren. If, uh, if you don't want to take your shotgun, 
uh, I have a, a better idea. You know, the Attorney General, she can do so much for you. And with Floridians spending uh, millions of dollars on uh, cars, I'll tell you, you know, what an investment. It's uh, equal or if not better than housing. So uh, you can help us. And earlier I said write a letter. Always showing my age. But indeed, uh, you can go to your PC. You can use your cell phone. Uh, you can uh, you can do uh, a number of different ways. And uh, get in touch with Ashley Moody. Let her know about this deceptive advertisement and these car dealers that are taking advantage of all of the consumers. It's really important for you to help us to fight this. Give us a call at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Text, anonymous feedback. I can't wait. I was was feeling all alone, and no one was paying attention to me. All right. Uh, We'll start with Anne-Marie in a text. Uh, uh, She sent something. We've been going back and forth here a little bit. Uh, She said... uh, Good morning. I hope everyone is well. Uh, please, could you remind people to be careful with bottles of hand sanitizer in their cars? The evening news showed the interior of a driver's side door melted because the sun and hot car caused a bottle of hand sanitizer to overheat and catch fire. Really? Wow. Hand sa- well, before we move on, hand sanitizer is supposed to be 70% alcohol and can catch fire. Please huh. stay safe, everyone. So let me address this. Uh, yes, hand sanitizer is alcohol and it is flammable. But this story, which went worldwide, I think it started in Brazil, um, is an internet rumor, and it's been debunked. It, oh. there, there hasn't been a, a documented case of a hand sanitizer spontaneously combusting. Um, not to say it can't be. We've seen weird things. Even at the dealership, we had somebody with a burn, uh, large section of burnt um, uh, sun visor in their car, and it turns out they had a mirror that focused, yeah. uh, had a, <laughs> a, a convex mirror that focused the sunlight um. and actually caught. So could that happen if, if, a, if a bottle of hand sanitizer was right there? You could have had a fire, but in this case, there's a picture going all over the internet and yeah. it's been picked up by local news. And um, it's also been, uh, local news outfits have retracted the story hmm. all over the country. So, but still be careful. Um, and uh, listen, it got me when I saw it and I just, I'm a skeptical guy. So I, I, I searched it and uh, Snopes has debunked it mm. and other and other internet mm. sites as well. well. Anybody been drinking the hand sanitizer? Um, I am sure. I'm thinking in prison. Uh, that's that's, 140, that's proof, a, 140 proof. 70 uh, percent alcohol. You want to tell? You want to tell this? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say we can tell the story of, of Earl drinking an aqua velva in the Coast Guard boot oh, camp. Oh God! There's a statute of <laughs> limitations up on that. <laughs> you didn't actually drink it, did you? You were no, selling I, it, right? I, my friend, my, my <laughs> friend put Smirnoff in it and put green food coloring. <laughs> And mail it to me, and I was in boot camp, and I would take the uh, aqua velva, I guess it was blue. Yeah. And I would, uh, you know, take a shot. They thought I was crazy. Aqua velva. They didn't know it was off, Yeah. I'd go in the bathroom. I was back when I was evil. I started young. You know, okay. it'd have been evil if you were selling it. That's that would have been. Yeah, Lily, I'm going to interrupt uh, Stu, and we're going to go to Doug, who's holding in Boca. Yo, Doug. Good morning. Hey, Doug. Hey, how are you? Doing good. Hey, Doug. How's the family? Good. I wanted to tell you the final um, outcome on the Honda. Oh, the Lightning um, car. Yeah. Yeah. So State Farm gave us a check, and then Honda gave us a check, too. It was crazy. Oh. How did you come out? Yeah. I mean, did, you, what, did, did they overlap? Did you actually make a little profit on the deal? Yes, I did. Well, congratulations. i tell you what. I'm going to get you a medal of some kind because anybody, 
anybody that can outsmart an insurance company and a car dealer gets the Congressional Medal, the Earl Stewart Congressional Medal, and we're going to get you one. That is amazing. We'll call it. But wait, there's more. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I went to the car dealership. Can I mention the car dealership? Sure. Oh, yeah, please. Okay, so I went to Delray Honda. Okay. And um, I told them that I wanted, you know, a new lease, but I didn't want to put any money down, and I didn't want any hidden things, and I didn't want any of this. And, and so the first time I walked out, and then they called me up, they said, okay, we'll give you that deal. I go, really? And so Tim and I were like, we didn't believe them, but they did. They gave us a really great deal. And so now I have a new car. Well, congratulations. And, uh, so it worked out really well. And Ollie refuses to wear a mask. <laughs> huh. uh, Ollie is Doug's kitty cat, by yeah. the way, for you folks who don't know Dougie. Yeah. He's, what is he, 20 years old, 21? 21. 21-year-old kitty cat who watches sunrises. I kid you not, I have a video of uh, Ollie watching the sunrise, I mean, avidly watching it on the PC, and, and while I was, uh, Mrs. Sunrise and I were doing our morning sunrise thing, there's Ollie. So, uh, well, amazing Ollie, cat. Ollie loves you guys. He loves you guys. <laughs> but he said that he won't wear a mask, so I told him that he can't go to the public. <laughs> uh. But will he, will he wear a leash? See, that's, cats are, are fickle creatures. Ollie's set in his ways, and Doug, you're very persistent. Congratulations. Oh. Thank you. Thank right. you. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Meow. That's for Ali and say hi to Sam Boris. It's always great to hear from you. 877-960-9960 and 772 is a text number. 497-6530. And I mentioned earlier that uh, we have $50 for the first two new lady callers. So, uh, ladies, uh, give me a give me a holler uh, if you have any questions for any of the panel. We're right here for you. Fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers. And I want to take a minute and uh, give a shout out to Tina, and uh, well, anyone who knows Tina, get in touch with her. Bonita and, uh, Springs, Tina from Bonita Springs. Yeah, and find out how greatest, she's doing. Greatest female caller, greatest callers, period. And we miss her, and we hope she's okay. Well, a miracles happen. Stop the show. Uh -oh. Okay. Tina. Tina, hi, Tina, hi, Tina. Hello. Yeah, we need music or something. <laughs> hey. Hi. How are you guys doing? Welcome Hello. back, Tina. Back. Thank you. There we go. Oh. <laughs> you make every time Thanks, Mike. You make every time <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Well, my purpose in calling today is kind of a public service announcement, sort of. Uh, rainy season has started in Florida, and some of y'all that are listening to the Florida season are going to talk about Florida for just a minute. And uh, we need to buy bottles of Rain-X, and we also need to check our tires. Now, the Rain-X, because it's a safety thing, Rain-X is great. It sheets away the rain. But you should never drive above the limit of the quality of your tires, so you should also make sure your tire is in great shape for the summer rainy season. It feels like rainy season came early this year. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, last year it started May 11th. This year it started about a couple of weeks later. Okay. Well, that Rain-X is good stuff. That's all I can say. I, I love it. I've got it on my windshield. 
And uh, I, a lot of times I just don't turn my windshield wipers <coughs> on because the windshield wipers are more distracting in, the, in a certain level of rain yeah. than the rain itself. And, the, and that Rain-X just beads it up and it just rolls right off. I thought you have potato on your windshield. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only time Rain-X is not that great is if you're behind a big truck and you get that mist, then it's not so effective. But True. The rest of the time, it's, it's really a lifesaver, and it really does increase the visibility. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you, Tina. I'm Where glad have you been? Uh, yeah, we were worried about you. I was going to send out a search party because we, uh, we, we, de- <laughs> we depend on you. And our female listenership dropped off because, you know, you and Nancy oh, are oh, the champions. Yeah, and we're... we're that's d- not good. Ladies, come on. We need to get on the stick, ladies. Yeah, we, we missed you. So did the other callers. Uh, you know, every other caller was asking where Tina was, and you know, we started you know Aww. having all these like very frightening speculations. Yeah, everyone was texting us, <laughs> and uh, Tina, did you get my message? I, I left you a messenger. Facebook messenger. I, uh, I, I don't think I did. Uh, I don't think I did. I don't recall seeing that. Otherwise, I would have replied immediately. But you know, I got that Florida unemployment hole, and that was just like. A part-time job unto itself. Yeah, so I heard. Yeah, terrible. That ate up a lot of my time, but I've I've navigated it. I'm okay, so it's all yeah. good. Good. Thank you so much for calling, Tina. Oh, well, thank you, thank you for thinking of me. And everybody that likes to hear me, which I really, really appreciate. I love y'all so much. We'll uh, see you next thank week, you right? Thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate it. You're not going to leave us hanging next week, are you? No, okay, I'm going to try to call in, but I did notice this morning that I had a hard time getting in phone line was busy and that's good because okay. that means lots of people are calling and that yeah. makes me happy yeah Great. thanks tina okay. really nice to hear from you okay. okay thank you very much tina thank talk you. to you talk to you next week whose oh, phone's ringing is that my phone that must be is that my phone oh, all right seven seven nine six oh ninety nine sixty seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero my bad <laughs> You just gave someone's phone number away. <laughs> Remember, ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Learn and out, uh, Tina called to reinforce that. $50 for the first two new lady callers. Now back to Stu. Yeah, let's jump over to anonymous feedback. We have a highly secure, encrypted way to get messages to us that you are completely anonymous, and it's youranonymousfeedback.com. Um, we'll go to one that just came in says hello there this there's very little reason to go out and risk your health to buy a car i see mainly young people venturing back out that's my theme music folks we we're trying it out I today i can't believe this is happening to me <laughs> yeah, let, rick can probably turn the, yeah. the you know what that up. was that was my key finder in my pocket i bent over and i and <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> It's a very nice song. I I'm thought, being sabotaged. I Jeez. thought it was my new like uh, late uh, motif. That was yeah, my, it, my it was a very song. pleasant melody. The gadget man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to business, folks. Jesus. Hey. All right. Hey. 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 hey, hey. Let's get real on camera for sure. Doing this. <laughs> this is really entertaining. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, I hope you have all this going on. Of course, this is going to be a star star clip on the just blooper pretend, reel. Just pretend like I'm not here. That's all right. I'll continue. Hi, folks. You're listening to Earl's Corner, Kitty Corner. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? You, you got things under control now. Pretend like I'm not here. We're always ready. All right. Here we go. 
Uh, there is this is anonymous feedback. It says there is le- very little reason to go out and risk your health to buy a car. I was um, I see mainly younger people venturing back out. This is typical of invincible thinking. My wife and peer group are mainly seniors, sixty plus. We'll be content waiting for a period of time when there is less risk. Unfortunately, the more these reckless people ignore the health guidance, the longer my age group will stay away from dealerships and other retail establishments. The home delivery promise is also not very appealing. I don't want a salesperson at my house either. Well, I think that sentiment is probably shared by a lot of a lot of people. Um, there is definitely a, a, a certain feeling of invincibility that young invincibility that young people feel. They can't imagine uh, their own mortality, and obviously, when you, um, especially with this COVID nineteen, that you know uh, seniors are at a higher risk of um, of having a, a worse case um, and getting sicker. So. I think that's a very reasonable thing to say, and um, um, we're seeing it, I think, in um, at our dealership and I think all over the place, and it's going to be a little while before things get back to normal 100%. Yeah. Did you hear the beginning part, or were you fumbling for the... Uh, home deliveries? <laughs> no, uh, it was a, a gentleman, uh, Anonymous Felix, said that he and his wife and his peer group, they're all seniors, have no interest in going into any car dealerships to oh, risk yeah. their health. Um, they see mainly younger people going out there, and they said they're content to wait yeah. until a safer period of time. Yeah, um, we talked earlier before the show started. At our dealership, we are uh, asking and highly recommending uh, people wear masks. All of our employees wear masks. All the salespeople, everybody wears masks that's in, in any kind of contact with anybody else. Uh, and uh, we're even wearing gloves and to do the sanitation and disinfecting and all that. Customers, we didn't know what to say, and there was a debate whether we should require all customers to wear masks or to uh, strongly recommend. So we went with a strongly recommend, and then we designated another area where if you do not wear a mask, you you have to remain in the other area. And now we're reconsidering and thinking maybe we should go to uh, a positive uh, restriction where you cannot come in, even if you're a customer, without wearing a mask. So we're going through that right now. Uh, what we're seeing with other dealers is really bad. Every mystery shopping report we've done in the past, what, month, uh, yeah. the salespeople aren't wearing masks. The salespeople aren't right. wearing masks, and the customers, uh, many cases, are not wearing masks. Well, you know the, the, the new CDC guidance is saying that it is now they consider it primarily transmitted um, you know, by person to person through the air, and yeah. the surface um, transmission is a, it doesn't really do it. So it's um, and you can, but it's the main uh, is yeah. by air, yeah. and that's why the masks are important. Yeah. So I, you know, uh, um, what's your opinion out there, you folks uh, uh, that are nervous and uh, about going into any retail establishment? Would you prefer to go to a retail establishment where they would not let you in the door unless you wore your mask? And if you're going into Walgreens, if you're going to Walmart. Uh, or car dealerships, wherever it is, would you rather go to one that had a strict prohibit, prohibit, how was I going to say? Prohibition. Prohibition against someone going in without a mask. In other words, they say, go home, you can't come in. Uh, Or would you rather go to one that said, it's up to you, but we recommend it. We don't know which is best. Yeah, different retailers are handling it differently. You have like Target's requiring it, Costco's requiring it, Walmart is strongly recommending it. Oh, Walmart, I thought they were requiring it. Yeah, that's I saw that too, and we talked about it. Then I went back to their webpage to see their actual policy, and uh-huh. it is a strong recommendation, not a requirement. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, you know, okay. it's a cultural thing. Yep. Exactly. Uh, we're going to go to St. Louis, where Glenn is holding. Oh. Good morning, Glenn. 
Good morning, Nancy. Um, hey, I'm a first-time female caller. When can I expect my fifty dollars? <laughs> oh. <laughs> just to stay on the line, give your information to Mike, and uh, send us a copy I of your driver's license. I, mean, I know I don't sound like. <laughs> I think I have you on the list. <laughs> have you been on the list before? <laughs> yes, ma'am, I have. I mean, I've called in before. Okay, you got me. I've been on the same um, list. I haven't called in for a couple of years. Uh, it was two years ago that I took all of your advice, and I bought two Ford Escapes, one for my wife, one for my son. And taking your advice, I, I, I finished feeling less violated than I ever have, but still not, you know, right. Right. um, buddy called in earlier and I feel his pain Yeah. because even if you know, if, if I, if I take all your advice, it's still painful. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, I'm in a great position. I don't need a vehicle, but I thought, uh, nowadays I could use a new truck. I don't have to, but I thought this would be a good time. And I've been negotiating with one dealer, and the problem is and there's no real, there's no other dealers that have this truck. It's a very simple truck, uh -huh. um, and so I can't really pick dealer against dealer. But anyway, their internet price was let me look, twenty four three fifty four. Okay, uh -huh. MSRP was like thirty two thousand. Sounds like a great deal. And after all my finagling, uh, Ford has a $5,000 cash incentive. Um, I got them to waive their $179 processing fee, and they came up with a price of $25,132, which is still $800 higher than their Internet price. Yeah. And so after, I've dealt with them on the phone, and they knocked it down to 24, well, let's see, uh, 24, 5, mm -hmm. which really I would be happy with that, but it's still over their internet price. Sure. And so I shot them 24, even. They haven't called back, uh -huh. and I'm just going to stick with it. So. Um, you're you're tough. You're tough. Uh, you're a tough negotiator, and it sounds like you're winning the game. You know, one, the only thing well, I suggest, Glenn, is is be sure that you go to a couple other dealers of the same make. Uh, you say he's the, they're the only one that has a truck, that particular truck. Well, yeah, um, it's very it's unusual to find. It's a Ford one fifty, and uh, almost everything on anyone's lot. Has has four doors or, or club cab, and I just want a simple um, eight foot bed truck. Yeah, with all the amenities, with power windows and 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 cruise and whatnot, and they're just not out there. Yeah, um, yeah, the truck. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I, if I can get it for twenty four, I think I'd be happy. But um, one, a couple of more points. I could take up the rest of the show here, Earl. <laughs> They, they're offering 84-month financing. Uh -huh. Boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. But when you do the math, um, if you take the 84-month financing, 
you lose the $5,000 in factory incentives. Yeah, 0% for 84? Bingo, yeah. Yeah. And so when you do the math, yeah. if I did a 36-month loan at, at, four, at four to four and a half, you're talking about $1,500 savings yeah. over the length, you know. Uh, even at 60 months, you're talking 2500 Sure. So if you take the 84-month financing, you're leaving $2,500, $3,500 on the table. Yeah, Stu has a point. Yeah, I was going to say, this is going to be a big topic in the upcoming Mystery Shopping Report, and that's a good question to Ooh. ask. Um, I think, generally speaking, um, I think that the cash incentives you know, tend to, um, you know, they serve you better than the 0% especially for those long terms. And know? another factor is this. Uh, you might change your mind. Uh, you know, 84 months, seven years is yeah. a long time. You Once you lock yourself in for the 0%, uh, if you cut that in half and in four years decide or three and a half years decide you want to trade out, you lose the incentive because the incentive was a 0%. If you take your incentive up front in cash, you got it in your pocket, you had it in your savings, and that's locked in. It's exactly. baked in. Bird in the hand. Yeah. One more thing, talking to the salesman, and he kind of tried to justify their internet price by saying, well, they threw in another $2,500 in Ford incentives. And it took me a little while to find them, but there's a five, all of these five different offers for $500 each. So if I was a medical professional, if I belong to the Farm Bureau, <laughs> yeah. if I was a college student, uh -huh. if I was a first responder, uh -huh. and I was in the military, I would I would qualify for $2,500. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, scary what uh, they will do. And uh, you, uh, they, they met their match and then some. So uh, I love hearing success stories, and I love hearing guys that stay head-to-head, -head, toe toe-to-toe, and come out on top. Uh, these dealers are, uh, desperation can work for you two ways. they got to sell the car. They have to. They're losing money. You take away selling the car for too much, but they'd still really rather sell it for too little than not sell it at all. And uh, you, won, sure. you won, and congratulations. Hey, Earl, one, one more question or just an observation. You know, I, I've listened to you for a few years now, and your your business model seems to be offer a low price and stick with it. Yeah. Which to me seems to be the same business model Saturn had. You know, here's our price, come in, and, and how are you making it work when they didn't? Well, you know, it's, it's a long-term thing. Uh, I tried one price uh, 25 years ago with, uh, I had a Pontiac dealership. More than that. Uh, 35 years ago. Uh, I tried 40. And I almost went broke. And uh, uh, you can't just, for a car dealer to say, I'm going one price, and you're true to it, which a lot of dealers say they're true to it, but they're not. If you're true to it, it's tough. And you have to build the trust of the people to believe that you're really one price. So, you know, fortunately, we've been around for 47 years at the same location. And we build a brand, we build a trust, and so we have believability and transparency, and, and it works for us. But I don't blame the dealers today that don't do it. I tried it for two years at my Pontiac dealership, and I almost went broke. Uh, I just I, I lost money, 
uh, and I was stubborn and I wouldn't quit. And um, for me to go back and do one prize many, many years later was very scary. And we did it. We were still afraid. Well, we suddenly found out we'd build a brand of uh, reputation for trust. So, yeah. And we dipped our toes into it very gently. We, we started yeah. off as a temporary thing. We tried it for a month. Yeah. It worked. We did it for another month, another month, and then we finally decided yeah. to make yeah. it permanent. It's hard to do. I mean, there are a lot of wolves out there. The dealers are competing against each other. And uh, think about it for a minute. If you can put your retail, um, uh, you're selling something, you put your best price on the internet, truly the out the door price. You put your best price there. What's to prevent your competitor from getting the price that you're charging and beating it by $20 or, or $50? So you really expose yourself and you do lose business to the people that will do that. You have to accept that and realize if I offer a true price and I'm honest, then people will honor that transparency and trust me and buy from me. But we lose a lot of business because people will actually shop our price. Unfortunately, when they shop the price, sometimes they don't do it very carefully and they think they're beating the price, but then the dealer sneaks in the dealer fees and the dealer installed accessories and they in fact end up paying more. So uh, it's tough doing uh, being a one price dealer in today's market. I understand. Uh, in Missouri, um the last two vehicles I bought, they had a seventy-five dollar rear something dock fee, whatever. Yeah. This this dealer had a hundred and seventy-nine. Nothing like. You guys are the wild west. <laughs> There's one dealer in Coconut Creek. He's a Toyota dealer that has over two thousand dollars. In fact, closer to three thousand yeah, dollars yeah. in fees. So, uh, and he's one of the largest dealers in the, in the United States. He's uh, number five or six volume dealer in the United States and he gets away with packing in two or three thousand dollars <laughs> and with his volume that, that adds up yeah making I mean, a lot of money I mean they're talking yeah. some months I'll sell a thousand new Toyotas and uh, 600 is fairly common yeah. I think um, I know a couple of dealers in the St. Louis area the Jay Wolf group I'm sure you, you might have heard of them um, yes sir is it I knew that you, that there is low dealer fees out there is it regulated out there in Missouri um, I looked it up one time Previously, when I listened to you guys, and there there is some regulation, but I, I don't recall what it yeah. was. Um, is there consistency but, but in there what they can call the fees? Right. Are they all? They have, does it have to be named? Uh, you know, documentation fee, or is it like? Is it consistent? Stu, I don't know. Okay. I can't remember. I'll look it up. While. Hey, have you guys ever thought about giving cars away and just charging fees? <laughs> we, we did. Um, actually, uh, no, no joke, uh, we ran an ad years ago um, forgot, yeah. for a, uh, a brand new Toyota Camry for $1, but we had a $25,000 dealer fee. Yeah. And that we did there that, obviously, yeah. to illustrate the absurdity of, of the dealer fee. Yeah. It was a, okay. we, tried, we thought a parody of the thing. We actually thought it would maybe attract attention, but yeah. it didn't attract much attention. Yeah, we can't do that now. Now they have uh, Toyota, uh, their pricing rules, but uh, yeah. it was a... I, I enjoy doing that. <laughs> yeah, back in our evil okay. days before what you just mentioned, Stu, we were, you could buy a car for a dollar. <clears throat> that was a million years ago. A lot of in and outs with the car business. Glenn, thank you so much for calling us. It was nice to hear from you. Don't be a stranger. Thank you for all your help. You're quite welcome. Give us a call toll free at 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772 772- 
772-497-6530. And uh, remember, we have the Mystery Shopping Report coming up from Advantage Ford of Stewart. And uh, go to Earl on Cars. You can see his latest column and read uh, so many more of the past. Why do car dealers lie about the, their prices? And again, um, maybe you'll get tired of hearing about uh, me and uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody. Uh, help us, give us a hand, and uh, go to your PC, go to your cell phone, any way you can to communicate with Ashley Moody. She holds a lot of power uh, for uh, the state of Florida. And uh, mention to her uh, the shenanigans that's going on with this deceptive advertisement and uh, the terrible things that are going on yeah, we need in to get most a telephone of the car number dealers. For Ashley. We need to get a telephone number for Ashley. And uh, so uh, we'll do some research next week when we uh, taunt her about not enforcing her regulations. We can give a number. Absolutely. I'd, uh, I'd like to achieve that. Stu, put that on our to-do list. I'm doing it right now. Very good. Okay. Uh, again, I'll mention ladies. Uh, I got it right here. Yeah, See, me there's lady. This, yeah, we got this Google uh, thing here. We <laughs> so, got me lady on the line from Lake Worth. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick, we have a number for Florida General's office. It's area code 850-414-3300. Give me that again. Could you repeat that again? 850-414-3300. Oh, fantastic. I love Google. 850-414-3300. That is not her cell phone. That is the switchboard for the <laughs> office of the Florida Attorney General. Okay, we need to repeat that over and over and over again. Okay, we're going to go to Milady uh, in Lake Worth. Yes, good, good afternoon. How you guys doing? Good morning. Oh, good morning, actually. Are you I a first-time caller? Um, uh, yes. You just won yourself? $50. <coughs> you just won yourself $50? Oh, yes. If you stay on the line uh, and uh, share your information uh, with Mike in the control room, I'll get the $50 out to you. That would be great. Thank you. You're quite welcome. What can we do for you this morning? Well, I currently um, have a uh, 2015 Ford Escape, and I want to go ahead, like, turn it in and buy a, a, a new car, but I'm so confused about all the prices and whether it will be a better deal to, like, lease it or just straight out own it. Um, I mean, I have good credit. I don't have any, uh, I don't have any issues with, with my credit or anything like that, but I wanted to see, like, what would be the better deal or what would be better to, like, turn it in and how much money more or less it would give for for my car in order for me to buy another car. <laughs> well, you know, I, you did the you did the right thing by calling the show. I uh, w until we get some more specifics, um, the best advice I can give. Let me ask you: Are you a member of Costco by any chance? Uh, not no. No. I mean, I I know people that, but not. Yeah, uh, I ask because they have a, a pretty decent. Uh, car buying program, which does give you a very low price. Uh, I think uh, just in, in general terms, uh, you need to pick out the exact car that you want. We recommend Consumer Reports as your best, uh, most unbiased analyst of car, car buying. You, uh, you can go to the library, you can get a Consumer Reports there, the annual auto buying um, edition. Uh, you can go online, uh, Consumer uh, report.org 
and uh, they can offer the best information to choose the car you want. They also have a car buying program. So uh, write down the Consumer Reports. That's your best source of information on the best car in terms of quality, reliability, affordability. And then also they have a car buying program. So uh, for someone like you that's just getting started, uh, that's where I'd start. And then you can call us back next week or anytime. And if you have some specifics, once you've uh, started looking at different dealerships, uh, you uh, can call us back and we'll give you some more advice. And uh, Milady, okay, I, 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 I'm going to chime in here. Uh, you know, Consumer Report has uh, so much information about buying cars and uh, whether they're used, whether they're new. Uh, you know, what is the best car pick for your driving style? There is so much in, in uh, May, May's latest edition. Uh, they have a lot of information in there. So uh, Earl's, uh, Earl's giving you the right information here, and uh, we hope that uh, we have helped you and you'll stay in touch. Um, Milady, did you say that you had a trade-in? Yes, that's what I was referring to, yes, um I have um, my uh, my uh, oh my excuse me yeah. my payment is to NFCU, yeah. and um, I do I do have a current thing. But what I'm saying is like I don't know whether what they will be giving for my for the 2015 basically as a trade in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know um, my uh, my advice as far as a trade in is concerned is that that is always kept separate, and I'd go to three different dealerships and I'd get a price on that car. Uh, don't let that be be part of the decision factor and, uh, you know, mixing with uh, buying another car. Uh, you know, there there's uh, more money in that uh, car that you're driving than you think. Just all you have to do is go out there and uh, or call. Uh, there's uh, several ways of uh, getting a price for that vehicle. Okay, then. Okay. All righty, then. Thank you very much for your help. Don't okay, forget don't, your information. Don't, don't sign anything. And don't commit to anything. And when you think you have something in the way of a price and a vehicle you want to buy, call us back and uh, and just just don't commit until uh, you check double check with us. We'll give you uh, and once you get in, into it a little bit deeper, we can give you some more specific advice. But right now, uh, uh, you should be very careful. Yeah, I am. I am. I don't want to get myself into buying. Yeah, exactly. On. And Milady, uh, you can go to Earl on Cars and you can download that affidavit that's on uh, his website, and it's uh, it really seals you into an honest price and an out the door price. And if you take that into the dealership, if you get that far, you get them to sign that. You're you are you are going to leave with the out the door price, no other charges. Lots of luck to you. Stay in touch with us. Thank you. You're welcome. 877-960-9960. And the text number is 772-497-6530. I forgot that Lorraine last week told me to slow down on the, on repeating yeah. that number. I think uh, I think that Rick's got some YouTubes. Actually, I got one that just fits in perfectly here. Uh, John Strine says... I've been emailing with Earl on my experience lately trying to help my daughter purchase a new car. In the email, I made fun of the tire and battery fee. I didn't know it was legit. Hmm. He says, but I did the out-the-door pricing strategy, and it worked to perfection. Interestingly enough, the dealer with the most fees came in as the dealer with the lowest out-the-door price. 
They just discounted the price of the car more and more to make up for the fees. Exactly. Now, that's a classic. Uh, that, that really drives home the point that fees are nothing more than profit. We fall into the trap when we get into the uh, definition of fees and start talking about fees. And to argue over and over again about a dealer fee, electronic filing fee, doc fee, you're playing their game. And uh, they can explain why they can't do it or they can waive the fee, but you're wasting your breath. All you care about is that out-the-door price. And uh, let them charge any fee they want to as long as they're competitive. Uh, the out-the-door price, you know, back in uh, when I was evil, uh, going back many, many years ago, oh, I had geez. a Pontiac and a Mazda dealership and things like that. Uh, we, we, we even used to trick uh, the other dealers. Uh, and the way we would do it is someone would come in with a price on a car, and they'd say, your com competition, uh, Delray Pontiac, says they'll sell you this Catalina uh, for $4,500. And, and we would know that they were probably going to jack the price up with their dealer fees and other Mickey Mouse. So we would call uh, Delray Pontiac and pretend to be a bank. And I'd say, uh, may I speak to the salesperson? I talk to the salesperson or the sales manager, and I'm pretending to be the bank. I say, uh, 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 Bill, this is uh, Frank Smith, and I'm the uh, loan manager at the First National Bank. And I've got Bill Brown in my office right here, and I'm getting ready to give him a cashier's check. And I understand he's buying a Catalina from you. We need to know the bottom line out the door price. I'll make the check out, and he'll be down to see you. And I have, meanwhile, I have a Delray uh, Pontiac on the speakerphone. And I hear mm. the homina, 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 well, let me this and let me that, him, haw, him, haw. And I say, excuse me. Are you going to give us the price so I can fill this check out? Oh, you mean that isn't the final price? I'm going to start doing that today. Yeah, I mean, mm. it works like a charm. It works like a charm. Memories. <laughs> hey, by the way, memories, I just remembered something. 30 years ago, you told me that you loved to go clothes shopping. Yes, I did. He was dating you, were you then. You were, yeah. you were a real hottie. <laughs> Excuse me? Hey, we're going to go to New York City. Mark's waiting to talk to us. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How are you? We're well, thank you. Thank you for calling Earl on Cars. Thank you. Earl, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, considering everything. How about you, Mark? Good. I'm actually a nurse from Orlando. I'm up here in New York City working on the COVID unit, ICU unit with the COVID patients. Well, God so bless you. I'll tell you what. God bless you. That's, uh, you know, the world needs more people like you, Mark. Be careful. I know you will be. I will be. So listen, Earl, it's taken me 40 years to realize I should actually be leasing and not buying. Every time I buy a car, I get rid of it in two years. So I think I'm the perfect lease candidate. Would you agree? I agree, as long as you're careful, because they can get you easier with a lease that's uh, a little bit more untransparent. Is that a word? Opaque is probably the right word, but be very, very careful. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, my question is, so with leasing deals, just like buying a car, they can vary quite a bit between dealers if you're looking at the same car? Sure. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. yeah they, 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 there's so many variables with a lease. Um, you have the term, 36, 48. Uh, you have the residual value. Uh, they have um, the normal dealer fees, the hidden fees. Plus, they have the lease acquisition fee, which is something that the lessor charges. 
and then when you turn the lease in, they have a lease disposition fee, and then they have a mileage limitation, which awfully usually doesn't even come up in the conversation, and you could be leasing a car with a 12,000-mile limit or a 10,000-mile limit or a 15,000-mile limit, and if you put 30,000 miles a year on the car at 12 cents a mile or 15, 18, or I've seen it 25 cents a mile, you can be looking at thousands of dollars in overage. So those are all the lingering things that you don't have to encounter with a purchase that you do with a lease. So typically when you see these ads, let's say whatever, twenty nine ninety five down, 199 a month, that's yeah. not necessarily what you're going to be getting when you walk into the dealership. It's, it, is, it positively is not. They never put the lease price that you can drive home for, just like the cash price that you can drive home for. The monthly payment always incurs lots of hidden fine print. And typically, as I say, uh, I, had, uh, one, I, I had one advertisement from a dealer a couple of years ago in Delray, Florida, and they had a 5,000-mile limitation $5,000 a year driving limitation and 25 cents a mile above that. How many suckers came in and signed on the dotted line and three or four years later were looking at a $10,000 mileage overage fee? When you, uh, when you return the car, there's a lease disposition fee, uh, which means if you don't lease another car from them or buy another car of the same make from this uh, leasing company uh, or, or dealer, then uh, you, you have a penalty. Uh, $350, $400, and then they go over the car with a fine tooth comb, and their judgment, they send you a bill for what is above average normal wear and tear. Very subjective, and often we've seen customers come back with my dealership that had the car painted, a beautiful paint job. In fact, sometimes we painted the car. You look at it, it looks like a brand new car, but because they put a paint meter on it, they charge a customer $2,000 because the car had been in an accident. Now, you can win the argument a lot of times, but some people don't know that, and they lose the argument. So a lease is just so full of potential dangers. If sharp, if you're sharp and you're, and you're educated and, you, and you're careful, a lease can be a great way to uh, drive a car. Right, which I believe I am, but I was always under the impression when you have a lease vehicle, it just relieves you of a lot of headaches. You know? It does. I can see that one of right. the best one of the best advantages is if you do wreck a lease car, uh, you are able to turn it back in and not have any obligation if you have it repaired, which you should by a good uh, body shop uh, from the insurance that you have to have on a lease car, and it doesn't cost you anything if you own that car. Having a, any kind of an accident, serious accident, even though it's fully repaired and the car looks like new. The fact it's been an accident gigs it for two, three, four thousand dollars. So your trade-in value is diminished. Two at a point. <clears throat> Actually, right. we we had there, there was an anonymous feedback um, on that exact same topic because this came up last week uh, with a caller. Yeah. Um, there is something that well, the anonymous feedback said that you incorrected incorrectly stated something. I believe that you were talking about diminished value. Yeah. Uh, you're not exposed to that. That's the leasing company. They own the vehicle, yeah. so they're one, and they have. Uh, forced place gap insurance on to cover them yeah if you do uh, put down a large down payment though and the car is totaled you will be out that down payment yeah. you'll never that doesn't lower the loan amount or anything that just yeah. lowers the selling price so if you say you you come in you see one of those ads for a super low payment yeah. and you put eight thousand dollars down yeah. and you wreck the what car I, next what week, i was yeah, talking about was value. if you're the we have had 
leasing companies charging our customers because the it was above normal wear and tear because it had been in an accident. Yes, there's that, yeah. but I'm referring yeah. to a, a down payment yeah. that you, yeah. goes away forever. Yeah. So don't put a big down payment down on the lease. Yeah. So it is possible to find a lease where you can uh, get into it with no money down. Sure, yeah. Yeah. and that's the way you should live. That's, that. that's why leasing was invented, is for liquidity people that started out with businesses, didn't want to put money out, they didn't want to mess up their balance sheet, they just wanted a monthly payment, and that's, what, that's the way leasing was born. And then the, the dealers and manufacturers turned it into a way to advertise low down payments. And the way they do the low down payment is by asking uh, in the fine print, you put $5,000 down, and you don't know that until you go in to lease the car. Two more questions, I'll be out of your hair. So that disposition fee at the end, could that actually be negotiated out of the contract, or that's just standard? No, uh, if you, they waive the disposition fee if you lease that same uh, from from that same manufacturer to the same leasing company, if you if right, you, but yeah. if you don't, then you got to. That's you're stuck. You you're stuck with it. it. You, you could negotiate it with the with the selling price of it with with the salesperson and the manager. You can say, "Listen, I'm not going to release another car, but I don't want to pay this fee. Can you apply that discount gotcha. now?" And you could save a little bit. Yeah, we get your final price first yeah. before you of do course, that because yeah. they'll flimp plan me. Of you, course. Yeah. Last question, Earl. You got any good deals on leases at your dealership this month? <laughs> Any any what's on sale? Any good any, any lease good deals. deals? Yeah, uh, yeah it's, 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 it's easy. Mark, fact here. Here's what you do: uh, go to our website, EarlStewartToyota.com, and pick out the vehicle that you're looking for, and we have our out the door price and out the door lease payment. Uh, yeah, can you you have to you'd have to turn that into a lease payment, or you could call me and I'd tell you what it was. Super easy. Yeah, and uh, but for remember when you're negotiating a lease, the lease payment comes from the capitalized cost. The selling price is the capitalized cost on a lease. So get the uh, get the get our lowest price on the vehicle you want. Go to your dealer in New York and say uh, this is what I can get the car for. And in New York, you're gonna you should get a better deal because they're paying about a thousand dollars less for the car. We buy our cars from the Southeast Toyota distributors, and the average cost to us is a thousand dollars more than the guy in New York uh, buying directly from Toyota. So at least you have a starting point in the capitalized cost or the selling price from our vehicle, and you can get that off of our lease off of our website. Yeah, no, I'm actually going to be I'm going to be out of here in uh, two more weeks. I'm coming back home oh, from okay. Orlando, so I just want to come directly to your dealership. Well, you just call Stu or me or Nancy, and we'll take care of you. All right, sounds like a plan. I appreciate <laughs> your time. Thank you, Mark. Look forward to hearing from you, Mark. Uh, good luck with your trip. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I'm going to get to Amber's uh, text. And uh, she asks, uh, what are some of the biggest scams uh, that we can look for whenever we're purchasing a car? Uh, there's one that comes to my mind, and it's uh, there, there's only one car available at ad price. Only one car available at ad price. Or uh, I'm going to say this is the lowest price. Earl, do you have something to add to it? Well, that's our mystery shopping report uh, coming up shortly. You'll hear a good example of that very thing. Okay, Amber, stay in touch. Let us know how things went. 877-960-9960.
772-497-6530. And uh, we are going to go to uh, Howard. I know Stu's got some more face, uh, Facebook messages, um, but we're going to go to Howard, who's a regular caller. Hi, Howard. Uh, good morning, people. How are you, how are you all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. We're, we're surviving this coronavirus thing pretty well. I'm, our morale is is uh, about, what, 70, 80? Not 100. 79. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Glad to hear everything, everything's coming back to normalcy, I hope. I do, too. Uh, yeah, I'd like to speak to Rick because I have a question about the oil drain plug. Rick just took a big I'm sip right of here. Coke, and he's getting a, through, a, through his face mask. I'm right here. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Did you hear the question? I just heard. You're breaking up, Howard. Okay. You hear me? Okay, now I got you, Howard. Go ahead. The oil that has magnetizes the metallic particles you can show these metallic files. Do you ever hear of this? Okay, I, I lost a lot of what you're saying, but what I think is uh, you're asking about the drain plug that has a magnet in it, and it's picking up little bits of metal particles. Is that yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yes, did you ever hear of it? Yes. As a matter of fact, it's very popular. Um Transmission pans actually have magnets in them to help pick up those little particles. And a lot of cars, the drain plug will have magnets on it to pick up those particles. Most of those on the average car is just, it's, it's flash metal, little particles that are left over when they built the engine that are working their way out. And it's usually not a big issue. However, if you've got a car with 25, 30, 40,000 miles on it and you've done several oil changes and you pull that drain plug out and there's a lot of metal particles on there, then you've probably got something starting to break up or get damaged inside the engine there. And that would be something you'd want to have a mechanic get a look at to, to identify is there something really bad going on. Okay, one other question. Uh, do you hear me clearly now? Yeah, now we got you. Okay, uh, refacing rotors. Um, I have a Toyota, 30,000 miles, about 50,000, I think um, uh, I'll need a break. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Most people say about 50, 55,000, they need a break. Could I have those refaced or new rotors put on? I'm sorry, I've lost you again. What, what was the final question part? Reface rotors or? Uh, if you're at 40 or 50,000 miles, I would say they're totally safe to be resurfaced. Okay, great. And uh, uh, when you, when you uh, resurface this, uh, can you tell if, uh, how much is left of the uh, surface? Uh, in other words, uh, if, if it's going to be uh, uh, not, not sufficient uh, or it will heat up because it's too thin, tell if it's, uh, you have enough surface, correct? Yes, because Toyota gives us a specification of what the minimum thickness is that that rotor can be, and we measure it beforehand, and we know about how much metal we're going to grind off with the machine, 
and then we can measure it afterwards to make sure that it's still within that specification. Okay, one other question. Uh, a friend of mine wants to do the job of service, and he wants to buy um, uh, a non-Toyota motor. I think that I answered this question. Uh, if you purchase a motor, or let's say a, a motor or a disc, whatever you call it, uh, should it be a Toyota one, or can you go for, uh, with a different part? I, I, I think what you're asking on this one is your friend wants to buy rotors for his car and wants to know if he should get the factory Toyota rotors. I would Correct. always, yeah, I would always recommend the factory rotors. They're a bit higher quality of the steel that's used in them. They're gonna last longer and they're less likely to warp with the heat. And of course, one of the biggest issues that causes those rotors to get damaged like that is when you're driving and your brakes get heated up from being used, and then you hit one of those puddles that we get in the Florida summertime, and that cold water hits it, suddenly that metal just gets all messed up. So the factory okay, rotors are always the better quality. Thank you, good information, and have a good day. Thank you, Howard, appreciate Thanks, it. Howard. Okay, Stu. I got a doozy for y'all. Uh, this is a text that came in uh, from somebody who was in a, searching for a, uh, a used Silverado. Um, texted me earlier in the week and I promised we'd get to it on the show today. Uh, he says, still looking for my Silverado. I saw a 2018 LT on H. Gregg's website. H. Gregg is the independent used car dealer that we're seeing pop up all over the place. Big volume dealer. Uh, saw a 2018 LT Silverado on their website for 26997 with 5,300 miles. Carfax was mostly clean but says it was abandoned and purchased at auction. At auction. The sales lady said that means they stopped making payments and the bank repoed it. As a law enforcement officer, I was able to dig a little deeper and found that the car was abandoned in Boynton Beach and found without an engine, transmission, or interior. <laughs> of course, they played it off and said their buyer at auction inspected it. This is the worst I have ever seen, and that is might be amongst the worst that I have ever seen, too. H. H Greg, huh? Yeah. Um, there's an interesting here. Um, uh, Brian from the west coast of California, that's our little inside joke, um, sent us an article about a Hyundai dealer in California that during the corona uh, crisis as dealerships shut down, uh, ran out of space at their dealership property and then hired a tow company to start towing customer cars off their lot to impound yards without informing the customers. Hmm. And uh, a bunch of them uh, wound up paying these hefty daily storage charges to the, uh, oh, to the storage lot. So just inconsiderate um, bad car dealer behavior and um, let's see what else we got here oh this is a good one for you Earl um, it says I owe around $13,000 on my 2018 Yaris and I would really like to change it for a bigger car the car is under my parents credit and moving to a 2020 Corolla means taking around a $5,000 negative um, to my new account so they're upside down I also want to build credit for me but I'm the one making the payments do you think it's worth it uh, what's your advice well, uh, you have to go in and see what the deal is first. I mean, you're, uh, you're, I, we don't know if he's talking about having his parents co-sign for him right. or not, whether he could even be financed or not. Uh, the $5,000 in negative equity, that's just something that uh, you, you hate to do. I mean, if you do it, sometimes you do it because you have to, but uh, uh, it's, it's going to make it that much harder to get out of the car you bought. Yeah 
negative equity will be following you the rest of your life if you're not careful. One of the reasons that leasing is such a, a burden, you get, I did a blog uh, called uh, Don't Get Trapped in a Lease. Remember when you lease a car, and the same thing holds true with going into a car with negative equity, it tends to follow you forever. Yeah. Uh, you, you get to the point where you want to trade or have to trade, but you have that huge load of negative equity. When you lease a car, you're building zero equity and you have no down payment. So you'll never have another down payment with a trade-in once you start out that way. Yeah, I, I would say if the main goal was uh, just to get yourself established uh, credit-wise, um, Maybe wait a little bit. If, if it's true that you have five thousand dollars in negative equity um, and there's no pressing need, um, uh, pay down the loan. You're making the payments on behalf of your parents uh, on on their account, so continue making some payments. Pay that down and, and don't burden yourself when you get out onto your own with your you know establishing your credit. You're starting with a with a, a waiter on your neck. Or, or drive the car with a negative equity until it has positive equity. Or break, yeah, either or, yeah. Or break right. even. You yeah. Do yeah, Great you advice, guys. Uh, I'm going to uh, read a message, a text message from Joanne from South Carolina, and she wants to know how she can keep uh, her car, the interior at least, safe uh, from the coronavirus. Uh, uh, Joanne, uh, we're running a little short on time, so I'm going to be brief. Uh, you can go to uh, the uh, June edition of the Consumer Report, and there's all kinds of ideas uh, there, and uh, you can uh, use your PC for some advice, too. Uh, thank you for the uh, text message. Uh, we are going to take and we're going to go to West Palm Beach where Joan is holding. Good morning, Joan. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. Good morning. Are uh, you a first-time caller, Joan? Yes, ma'am, I am. Okay. You just won yourself $50 for calling Earl on Cars. If you'll stay on the line, um, you can give your information to Mike in the control room when we're done talking. Thank you. You're welcome. That's great. What can we do for you? Okay, um, I have a 2005 uh, Toyota Corolla. It runs good, but uh, every time, whenever I have to have work done, it, it seems like it's quite expensive. And the check engine light has, has come on. And I would like to know before I take it back in exactly what does that imply? Well, Rick could tell you uh, pretty quickly. Uh, first question, have you recently topped up your gas tank, recently gotten gas? Um, I usually keep it filled, but, you know, here lately I haven't been driving much, so mm -hmm. I would say right now it's like three-fourths of a tank of gas. Okay, so it's probably not the gas cap. It, now, it could still be the, the, the seal on the gas cap, the most common thing that causes a check engine light is when you're getting gas and you don't get the gas cap clicked quite tight enough. So okay. the first thing to check is just check that gas cap. Take it all loose. It should feel kind of snug coming off and then tighten up. You know, make sure it's nice and tight. And if it feels like it was left loose, just wait and drive the car for a little while. And if that's all it was, the light will turn off by itself. The other thing you can do is stop by at any uh, advanced auto parts or discount auto parts. Uh, any of the, uh, let's see, what's some of the others there? Um, Pep Boys. Um, getting a, Pep Boys. Well, Pep Boys I'd avoid because they're going to want to charge yeah. you for it. 
Uh, uh, they do. I. That's what they told me that there would be a charge if they checked into it, and I have been taking my car there, and so I was just wondering, you know, what what it implied when it says check engine light. Right. Well, there's a bunch of different sensors that can turn that light on. Your your car is kind of like a dog. When he's talking to you, your dog can only say woof, but that woof can mean any different number of things. So go to a, a just a parts place, a parts store, like Advanced Auto Parts and okay. our AutoZone, and they have little code pullers that they keep behind the counter, and for free, they will come out and they will plug it in and tell you what that code is, and if it's just something simple, they can let you know what part might need to be replaced and at least give you the chance that you have foreknowledge before you go anywhere to get it repaired or if it's something that you can pretty much just ignore. And on an older car, sometimes it's better just to uh, let it go and keep driving it. But if, okay. if you if you stop in at one of those places and they tell you what the code is and you give us a call next week, I can let you know for sure what's going on. Oh, great. Thank you all so much. Yes. Stay on the line, Joan. Thank you, Joan. Stay on the line so we can get your contact information, and we'll get that check for $50 out to you and ASAP. More, more importantly than that, Joan, uh, spread the word. We're trying to build a platform here for the ladies. They are important also. Stay in touch. Let us know how things turned out, what you found out about your check your engine light. I, I will. I certainly will. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Have a great weekend. Back. God bless. All right. Thank you. Uh, how much time do we need for the mystery shopping report? It's kind of a long one, but I got a quick, quick question for Rick. Yeah. It sounds simple. It says, this is from Bob. Bob says he has a 2018 RAV4, and there is a slight hes- hesitation when he switches from reverse to drive. It doesn't bother me, but it's noticeable. Is it a problem? It's actually kind of a normal thing that they will hesitate now because there's electronic controls that want to make sure that the transmission isn't getting a severe shock. Uh, If it is something that you're concerned about, the best thing to do is stop in at your dealership for the service department and ask them, is there a chance that they have a similar vehicle, say on a used car lot or something, that you can take for a drive and compare it? If it feels the same, it's the same. Okay, sounds good. And just real quick, we've had some feedback. You asked our listeners to chime in on whether they felt um, uh, it's more important to go into business that requires customers wearing a mask. Um, the uh, consensus is yes, um, they w- would prefer that. We did have some views. For example, Linda on Facebook says she has a, a condition where it makes it very difficult for her to breathe. Uh, Tina um, from Benita was listening, and she, she recommended. She says there are a lot of people with that. Tina would prefer. She, uh, she works at a salon. So they require her customers, and she feels more comfortable that way. But she says, get a doctor's note. There's a lot of people out there that might have a respiratory issue that might make it difficult for them to breathe. And I'm sure a a reasonable business will make accommodations for somebody with a legitimate medical reason not to wear a mask. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that before, but uh, I have a chronic sinus, and uh, it's really uh, taxing on me when I have the mask on for a long time. And uh, I hadn't thought about that. That's... uh, I wonder if there's any sort of a... I agree, and it's definitely a comfort issue, and I think it really has to do with the length of time. Yeah. You know, running into a grocery store and picking up a few groceries with a mask on yeah. um, is, you know, it's not too bad, um, but um, sitting in the studio here for two hours, yeah. it does get a little bit hard, and a car dealership uh, can take a lot of time <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. yeah, That's a great point, Stu. 
Okay, well, let's get to the mystery shopping report. And uh, all we can do is if we have some more texts come in, phones will be turned off, but you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, folks. Can you believe I've been doing this show for 17 years, (laughs) and I don't know what the text number is? Those things happen. Uh, Hey, guys, uh, uh, you you too can vote for the Mystery Shopping Report. We'd love to hear your vote and how you feel about these mystery shops. Okay, uh, so get your text in, 772-497-6530, and we'll pick up a couple after the mystery shopping report is over. We mystery shopped Advantage Ford of Stewart. We've uh, had such good luck over the last few weeks with Treasure Coast car dealers and their exuberant advertising. We thought we'd give it another shot for today's show. Uh, There are a lot of car dealers on US-1 between Stewart, Florida, and Fort Pierce. That's Automotive Row. If you drive up and down there, there's just a whole bunch of them. A lot of them are Bill Wallace dealerships, by the way. He seems to own, uh, what, half the dealerships in the Martin County area. And uh, uh, we shopped him many, many times. Uh, we decided to go alphabetically down the list of Treasure Coast car dealers. Uh, for you folks out of the area, Treasure Coast is, is a little north of uh, Palm Beach County and is uh, south of uh, Orlando. It's on the coast, kind of a quiet, I won't say rural, but it's a kind of a laid-back community. A beachy kind of town. Yeah, yeah. A nice, beautiful yeah. area up there. Uh, first on the list, uh, al- alphabetically, was Advantage Ford of Stewart. We've investigated Advantage Ford a couple times before. The dealership is owned by Irving Matthews, and uh, Matthews Automotive Group is a small group. He's got three locations, and... You know, I, I'd forgotten. He's, he's very low-key, mm-hmm. doesn't use his name right. like a lot of dealers like we do, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he got, uh, he got shot in Orlando uh, several years ago. Really? Yeah. It was, um, I don't think they ever solved the crime, but he recovered okay. But he was, uh, uh-huh. he got in the news uh, about, uh, say, five or yeah. six years ago. Wow. Could have been a uh, distraught customer. It could have been. Could have been anybody. We yeah. don't know who shot Irving. And Irving, we're glad you got better. But... Uh, uh, Advantage Ford failed our Takata test in the previous shop, but still made it on our recommended dealer list. First, we visited its website, Advantage Ford in Stewart. And this, uh, how did it make, it make that thing oh, stop sure. ringing, will you? I'll throw I, it. I got the, the sound off. I got everything off. Uh, navigated to the new car specials, and we saw their Memorial Day sales event. Offer of $17,000 off. Ooh. A huge. Ooh. That's huge. Uh, we knew we needed to look into this, and it's, it's so easy when we're trying to find advertisements. You know, it's, you can almost close your eyes and go like this, and, uh, and, and any advertisement is deceptive. But we go for the Whoppers, the $17,000 discount. The ad printed uh, about actual size on this report. And here's what it appeared to read. This is uh, looking at your PC or your smartphone screen. It appeared to read F-150s, trucks, Ford trucks, F-150s, $17,000 off MSRP. But it was hard to read, and it's supposed to be hard to read. You, you want to have that impression when you're going through your online shopping. So you grab their attention, $17,000 off. Oh, I'm going to get $17,000 off on my F-150. Scrutinizing further, we could read the words up to, fine print, 
in 2019. Hard to believe. You know, there's 2021s on the market now. Oh, yeah. And here we have 2019s and uh, uh, Ford F-150s up to $17,000 off MSRP. Shame on any car dealer that has a two-year-old car on his lot. I mean, this is a one-year. Yeah, that sure. 2019 could have hit the lot in 2018. Yeah, it could have, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one thing, real quick, this ad, <clears throat> which is in the report, I don't know if you held it up to the camera, yeah. it was, it was, I, I mean, it was really hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Um, and even the up to, you, usually you can click on these things and it blows up. Yeah. You clicked on it and it was still small, yeah. still hard to see. Yeah, I'm trying to thumb through it and find it, but I can't find it. Oh, no, that's not it. Anyway, uh, oh, there it is. No, that's not the ad. That's the wires were. Okay. Uh, now, this particular ad was also linked uh, to view inventory and indicate there were 57 to choose from, as evidenced by the number 57 in parentheses. Now, this is all what it's purported to be, and it's not what it is. And you're never going to see what it is in the advertisement. And I'm preaching to the choir for most of you. Uh, there was fine print and very fine print. Okay, we blew up the print. Here's the, here's the blown up print. Stock number T191527, MSRP 53110 Sale price 36110 Price does not include tax, tag, title, dealer fee. Residency restrictions may apply. I still don't know, and I read the whole report. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Does it mean that if you, live, if you live on 32nd Street, it applies, but if you live on 33rd Street, it doesn't apply. I only, uh, only odd-numbered streets. And, and, and that's kind of scary, too, because residency, uh, what do they call that, redlining? That could be very and discriminatory. They, and, yeah, redlining. So if you're in a poverty neighborhood or you're in a affluent neighborhood, you can't do that. You can't do that. You cannot discriminate uh, pricing based on where you live. Ford Motor Credit financing may be required to receive all applicable may be required to receive all applicable incentives. Not all will qualify. Uh oh. Seventeen thousand off MRSRP. I'm reading the fine print. Includes all factory rebates and dealer discounts. See dealer for complete details. Offer expires May thirty first, two thousand twenty. Uh, so when you when you see an advertised price, there's no sense in seeing an ad from the manufacturer or the dealer saying cash rebates, uh, dealer rebates, or anything like that, because the advertised price has got everything included that you can possibly take off the price, and then some, because they will have qualifications that you couldn't poss possibly qualify for. The stock number indicated only one vehicle. That's what, when you see something like T191527, that's uh, dealer talk for, we only got one, and the chances of you finding that car or buying it are slim and none. And uh, so that's a red flag in the fine print when you see anything like T191527. That's a stock number. One car. They should say only one available at this price, but they don't do that. Isn't that illegal? I don't think so. Ashley Moody would say, oh, they disclosed there was only one. Yeah. And I said, where's the disclosure? She says, there it is. T191527. 
Is that what uh, about F- FTC regulations about having a reasonable number? Well, that's true. Yeah, uh, federal. It yeah. should be a, a yeah, but it, you, but you're supposed to you're supposed to disclose yeah. the number. If there's five, you say five. If there's ten, you say ten. Then you have an argument: is that reasonable? But when you say T one nine one five two seven, you don't know. Assumes that there's plenty of them. And if you don't have one, we'll order one for you or a dealer trade. But they won't do that. Yeah. And, Amber, I hope you're listening uh, to this mystery shopping report because it applies to you. Uh, Ford Motor Credit Finance must be required to receive all Apple credit incentives. That's another uh, gotcha. I mean, suppose you want to finance with your credit union or your bank. You might have a really good rate. You can't finance with your bank. You can't finance with your credit union. If you want to get these uh, discounts, you have to finance with Ford Motor Credit. And trust me, they make money when they le- when they lease you the car or sell you, sell you the car, finance it. Not all will qualify. 17000 off MSRP. Includes all factory rebates, dealer discounts, see dealer for complete detail, blah, blah. All right, the stock, stock number only had one vehicle, and that's, as Stu said earlier, the rule is, Federal Trade Commission says, you must have a reasonable availability of products, cars, whatever it is, when you advertise a price in the paper, on the news, on, online or wherever. Uh, at this point, of course, we had a sink, sinking suspicion that there was not going to no. be 57. <laughs> no, we did. Yeah, there's not going to be yeah. Heinz 57 variety. No. They're not going to be there. The disclaimer told us to see the dealer for complete details, so we did. We said Agent Thunder. <laughs> in, and we took him literally. Let's I go am, find out. <laughs> I am Agent Thunder. I'm not Agent Thunder. I'm just speaking in the first person. I just beat the rain when I pulled into the parking lot at Agent Advantage Ford on US 1 in Stewart. I skipped the car salesman <laughs> mating dance. Stu got a big laugh out of that last week, so he threw it in again. I it love is, that. It is funny. Oh, dance. Car <laughs> it would have been really weird to do that dance in the thunderstorm yeah. that he arrived in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we ought to, they would have called the police. We've got to do a video. Let's do, we'll, no, we'll do a video. We'll do a YouTube. We got to do a video. You we'll get somebody. Uh, you know, it reminds me. It reminds me of like I think these old shows, like in the seventies, Monty Python or something, where a, a guy dressed up as a woman and, and pretend, or like Bugs Bunny when he dresses up and he tries to entice yeah. the. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was met right right away by a salesperson, Laurel. Unusual to see a female salesperson, and uh, we need more female salespeople. We try at our dealership very hard. We got a bunch. Yeah, we we got a bunch, but we want to be. We want to have half. 50-50. Uh, Laurel asked me how I was doing, what brought me in. Laurel was not wearing a protective face covering. Here we go. We've talked about this several times during yeah. the show. Laurel was not wearing a face mask. In the middle of the coronavirus, how? How is that possible? Neither were any other employees. Advantage Ford. Uh, what a stupid thing to do. It isn't. Deceptive. It isn't. Uh, it isn't a way to get your money. It's a way not to get your money. Because are you going to, into a car dealership where the employees, the salespeople, don't wear face masks? And the reason I'm perturbed about this is we've been shopping for the past month or so, and we haven't had a car dealer yet that we found where the salesman was wearing. A, uh, a mask. I think we had earlier, but it's been it's been several weeks. Oh, did we? Like early on, yeah. Okay, good. Which one was that? Oh, I, I got to look yeah. it up. But yeah. we, it yeah. was, uh, yeah, we, we did see it. Uh, so nobody's wearing it. Uh, there were several sets of customers, all of whom were wearing masks. So there you <laughs> right. The customers 
<laughs> wearing masks. But maybe the salesman said, well, I don't need to wear a mask. The customer's wearing a mask. What a joke. Mm-hmm. Laurel led me to a desk and began the interrogation pleasantly. We finally got uh, around to the air that came in. On. Laurel seemed skeptical and asked me where I'd seen the offer for $17,000 off MSRP of a new Ford F-150. I mean, it's like she's never seen the ad, which she probably hadn't. I said I'd seen it on her dealership's website under new vehicle specials. I pulled the page up on my phone, showed her. Laurel studied my screen. She said, it looks like this special is only on a specific truck, and the chances of it being here isn't likely. I'm always amazed. They don't apologize. They don't say whoops. They don't say, uh, my bad, uh, I'm embarrassed. They just say, yeah. <laughs> you didn't really think that uh, truck was going to be here, did just you? Just the way it is. I mean, that's just the advertisement, right? Plus a discount. This is Laurel speaking. Laurel says, plus a discount is probably available only on the higher end F-150 models. She speaks the truth. Uh, so... We were startled by a well-timed, loud thunderclap. I used the opportunity to quip, I suppose I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than getting that deal. Huh? Laurel didn't laugh. She asked if I had read the fine print. I snickered, asked if she was referring to the fine print that was effectively impossible to read. Laurel reported, well, it's on an exact truck. Not every truck, one truck. Can you check to see if you have it, I asked. I'll check, she says, Laurel. Laurel began pecking her keyboard and then reported that the advertised F-150 was at their sister dealership way up in North Florida. Now, now I'm going to repeat that. The, the truck was not in this dealership that was advertising it, although they said it was. It was on in a dealership owned by the same guy up in North Florida, the guy that got shot a few yeah. years back. Yeah, Irving. Yeah, Irving got shot. I asked her if, her if it was something they could get transferred here. Now, you're not going to believe this, okay? I asked Laurel, the salesperson, if this one truck that they advertised and said was here, but was at another dealership owned by the same guy, I asked if they could get that F-150 transferred here. She said, nope, it's not possible. Now, that is absolutely defiant, ball-faced, deception, uh, lying. I hate to call, I hate the word lie. Yeah, I hate to call anybody a liar, but Laurel, it's just not a nice thing to do. Let's put it that way. Laurel went on to recommend taking advantage of the 0% financing that Ford was offering. She said that some models have uh, something like $15,000 off when you combine all the rebates, but 0% worked out better for most people. Okay, what's the next step, I asked. Laurel advised we should pick out the F-150 I wanted to get, there's the switch. The bait was really crude. I wanted to get, we, we discussed what I was looking for, a truck in, uh, in and settled on a four by two XLT model with an MSRP of 49.10. She said she was showing me the, the finance options with a zero percent, the cash option. With a cash option, I would get some big rebates. The discount would be nearly as big as the one in the ad. Uh, I said, uh, that would be good, but you know, I was more interested in the bigger discount than the zero interest. I said, I may pay my truck off early and wanted to take advantage of uh, the incentives up front, which is smart, but I did not want to finance at the best rate. Well, you I, did. I did want to yeah. finance at the best rate, so I want my cake and eat it, too. I want the discount, and I want to get the best rate. We got ready to find the truck to take a test drive. It was storming badly. We waited. Eventually, I said I'd skip the test drive. 
I said I was familiar with the model and I'd be comfortable proceeding without driving it. That's a big mistake if you're a buyer. Always drive. I say a truck. Yeah. We returned to Laurel's desk. She asked me how much money I wanted to as a down payment, $3,000, I said. She stood up, let me work the figures. I waited for a return with two worksheets, one that used a 0% interest rate, the other was a cash option using a hefty rebate. Laurel said, although she knew I preferred the cash option, she had both scenarios uh, for me to look over. Cash option started with 5,291 discount off MSRP, uh, 4910. Then they took 7750 in rebates. The discounted price was 35969 A taxable fee of $5 was added. Then a 599 dock fee, sales tax. That's a low dock fee for Florida. Sales tax and 757 and non-tax fees, which we have to assume are accurate, but we don't know. Out the door was 40, 39, 88. My payment for 72 months was and $3,000 down was $689. No interest rate was printed on the worksheet, just APR subject to equity and credit requirements. 0% financing auction gave me a payment of $668 with $3,000 for 72 months. It also broke down the cash selling price. This time, the discount was just $2,250, making the sale price $46,750. Some fees were added, uh, and the outdoor price was $51. $51.94, $51,000, As I finished studying the worksheets, emergency alerts begin blurring on the phones. Tornado warnings. Very exciting shopping report. <laughs> I said I was, uh, I'd like to take the pro proposals home with me. Decided I stood up and thanked the salesperson. I think I caught her off guard. Oh, sure, she managed. She said she would follow up with me the next day. Rather than going through the whole epilogue, Stu, you summarize. I'll summarize the, real quick. So yeah, the hidden discount. Yes. Yeah, so um, you got a bunch of rebates on the cash deal, and it looked really good. If you're writing a check for it, that would have been a better deal. The zero percent looked pretty good, but he also told her that she want he wanted to finance. Um, so he came up with that payment of six hundred eighty nine dollars. Well, if you were going to finance, what, what he was financing on the cash deal is thirty seven thousand. If you were to finance thirty seven thousand dollars at a uh, okay interest rate of say five percent. Um, your payment would be much lower um, than the $668 she quoted in the 0%. Yeah. They inflated, inflated the, the payment price to Agent Thunder by $100. And that's, we, we get to introduce a new car dealer term to you. It's called leg. Yeah. So on the sales floor, when they estimate a payment, they inflate that payment to give some room to the F&I manager to charge more interest rate, yeah. to sell more products and all sorts of stuff. And that's called leg. Now, this was done very clumsily because... If I were an evil sales manager, I would tell the salesperson, tell them the payment was $20 less than the 0%, because it'd be a no-brainer. Like, listen, you're getting the huge rebates and your payment's lower, but they went for, they got greedy, and they added about $7,200 of room for the F&I manager. Yeah. So yeah. This is such an evil deal. report. Uh, we really don't even have to take a vote, but yeah. we will. That was a break, that was a break was, breakdown. Too. It was so bad. Uh, it's worse than any shopping report we've seen in a long, long time. A, a, a blatant deception, a, a misinformation, and then uh, the idea of loading up the payment so that the F&I manager could sneak things on the contract probably wouldn't even know they bought. It's one of the worst we've seen in a long time. Advantage Ford on US-1, Martin County in Stewart, Florida. Uh, we will take a vote on that because we're running out of time. 
Got any votes on yet? I'm going to use Linda's. Big FF, no, I'm sorry, huge FFFFFs. Yeah. Absolutely. And to all of you that are listening, I have uh, one, two words Attorney General. Please get in touch with the Attorney General, Ashley Moody. 850-414-3300. Ashley Moody, Attorney General, area code 850-414-3300. Mark Smith with an F, Karen with an F, Donovan with an F, Mark Ryan and Mr. Hand, both Fs. Shame on you, Advantage Ford in Stewart, Florida. A terrible, terrible behavior. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars. We do appreciate you. We'll be right back here next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Let's go.